three years ago to the day, I was sitting roughly in the same spot that I am right now recording the first ever podcast that became known as Feeding Curiosity. And three years ago, I don't think I knew what it was I was actually doing when I turned on that microphone and knew what the evolution of this thing would be going forward. I remember being the 24-year-old excited about technology and all the things I was learning and needed an outlet to be able to share with the world the things that I was learning. And that by my giving back to the world, I may help others articulate the things that they cared about or learned about or whatever it is that they wanted to express. And it didn't have to be in a podcast. It could have been in any format that they wanted. That's what I was hoping. It's weird, right? Like I came here or I started doing this podcast in this room, in this small little corner, and things have evolved. My desk has changed. The microphone has changed and gotten more professional and the mixer is now here. It went from a Blue Yeti microphone to now a mixer and a studio mic and a camera and just so much evolution for me personally that to sit here and think about just the things that I've done to help facilitate what I deem as a high quality podcast is incredible not only that is the idea that I started this with friends and with people because I think that's what podcasts are about it's about connecting with people or connecting with ideas I think about that first day sitting down with my friend Mike Tacona who's been on this podcast not nearly as often as I would like him to be and I listened to that podcast for the first time a couple weeks ago to remaster it and share it in the style that I do now with much more effort put into creating show notes and links and adding texture to it so that people who want to explore it more deeply can. And to listen to myself three years ago talk with conviction and passion about curiosity and how we can be better in the world is incredible because I don't feel like that person anymore even though I said all those things but I heard the same passion and conviction that I do now for what it is that I'm doing here. Some of that really comes down to the opportunities that I've had because of the graciousness of my friends who allowed themselves to be recorded and talk about ideas with me. And the first nine episodes of the podcast were just us as a group of friends talking about ideas and trying to work things out that are complicated and messy and there's no right or wrong answer because they're just part of the human experience and all of a sudden people started asking me that I went to school with whether or not that they could come on and talk about the things that they cared about Wyatt Mock was the first person that I had on here that was not a close friend of mine but I knew enough about his story that I could actually somewhat interview him and share help him share his story and I fast forward a couple more episodes. The next thing I'm reaching out to people I know in the area or professionals or co-workers of mine, I start interviewing people because all of a sudden I, I realize that I can actually do something here. I can actually share people's stories that wouldn't otherwise get shared beyond this. And I realize that 
there's something unique about sharing people's story. That most of us don't get a chance to share our own stories. We can go through our entire lives without ever having an outlet to be like, Hey, my name is Eric Wenzel, and here's my story. And feeding curiosity, maybe it is somewhat my story. But over the, the years that I've done this, and even longer as I think about what maybe it looks like in 10 years of doing this thing, I'd like this to be a thing that people can take and say, I'm feeding my curiosity in my way. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want people to pick up the torch that Feeding Curiosity has, and then eventually one day I can bow out of it and not be any sort of important thing. I'd rather be a blip. <laughs> I'd rather not be important in the grand scheme of things. And it's incredible to, to say that, because I've only been doing this for three years, but in a weird way, I feel like I shouldn't be important, because I'm one of seven billion people, and I just am the one who happens to be recording this for other people to hear. My goal now is to be able to find people, my friends, professionals, people with amazing ideas how to make the world a better place and live better in it, that can share that and that it can live on so other people can pick up those ideas and, and refine them and make them even better than whoever it is that gets to share them. Even like just talking about 2020, most people went through very hard times with that. And I felt incredibly fortunate in the situation that I'm in to be able to continue to do this podcast with almost little to no issues. In fact, I actually thought it was more important for me to continue doing what I'm doing because I saw it as an opportunity that I could actually reach out to people that would otherwise be very busy doing conferences and other things to reach out to them. I, I got to reach out to some of the people that I've listened to on the sidelines or listened to in other podcasts that I just wanted to say there's more to their ideas and that they need to be able to share it with as many people. The point is that people should be allowed to articulate their ideas in as many ways as they can so that they have a kaleidoscope of ways that they've explained it so that it just has a multiplicity, a ripple effect across the board. I had no idea the impact that this would have not only on my life, but how I interact with others. It's so important to me because I feel like by doing this crazy thing, this podcast, I, I connect more deeply with people. Some of the people I've connected with are people that all I've ever seen is what they post on Instagram. When they post it on Instagram, you only get a very tiny slice of who that person is. And after having spoken to someone for an hour and a half, you get a really good sense of who someone might be and how they might carry themselves in a regular basis. It makes me really less judgmental when I see people posting things on Facebook or other places that are so one-sided sometimes. In, in most cases, I'm like, I wonder what the story is there. But really think about it in a compassionate sense that I hope that 
what people go through on a regular basis is a lot of times when they're lashing out at the world or some sort of ideas is that they're hurting. And what I feel like podcasts provide is an ability to connect with people at an individual level and say, whatever idea you had of said person isn't really who that person is because we're all complex and we have all good and bad and ugly mixed together. It's hard to pinpoint some of it sometimes. There's really not a Darth Vader around the corner who's manipulating things or just all that evil. Um, sure, there are people that deserve or have done horrible things, but I'm not talking about that. Most of us are some version of gray. <sighs> really, that's, I guess, just a long-winded way of saying that this podcast has made me a better person. It's, I'm a better speaker, I'm a better listener, and a, a better human by attempting to feed my curiosity. I hope that I continue to refine my thoughts and share them with others authentically going forward because it's not about me but about those I have the honor to connect with and share their stories it's been <laughs> an awesome three years I wanted to take some time here and talk about how you, the listeners, can support Feeding Curiosity. I've always believed in providing more content to whoever listens to this of value than what you'd ever pay for. I don't like the idea of having to sponsor myself with products I don't use or believe in. If it's something I use and believe in, then sure, I will talk about it and I will do everything I can to do that. And I've done that on this podcast before. Not sponsored, but I've talked about many products that I believe in. But in the aims of choosing to create a new model that I believe in and that we should all be striving for is breaking ourselves away from the subsidized model that ads provide. And so with that, we have turned on the uh, anchor.fm support structure which allows you, the listener, to subscribe to our content at the level of your choosing. That is either a $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. Meaning that you, the listener, and me, the creator, can be transparent about how much value you see in our content. And by doing so, that allows me to have more resources to ever increase the quality of this content. And that's not to say I won't be doing this anyways, but it breaks me out of the loop of having to worry about those things because there is a lot of time that goes into this podcast, but I love it. And I hope that by you choosing to support the podcast, you know how much I care about the quality of this content. And so with that, everyone, thank you all for listening and I hope you enjoy. <laughs>